you're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast. Brought to you by Arma Energy. Presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Podcast Show, brought to you by Fly Racing, W Wheels, X-Brand Goggles, and Just One Helmets. I am your host, as usual, Brad Gebhardt, but with me on the line, we've got Lampers. That's right, Aaron Lampy's on the line. How's it going, Aaron? Hey, Brad, what's going on? Uh, not too much, just uh, kind of on the road, you know, living the uh, living the privateer life, basically, living the dream, and... Uh, yeah, it's been traveling more than I've ever traveled in my life. So, uh, yeah, I'm doing well, though. Uh, finally healthy, and, uh, yeah, long weekend, that's for sure. No joke. Uh, safe to say, uh, if you're in the passenger seat more often than not, that uh, you're doing uh, a fair bit of the music selection. Like, uh, what kind of tunes are you uh, guys cruising to? Oh, I mean, Pandora has been just rolling about every artist out there, honestly. we've uh, We're going to spend... Uh, my mechanic and I, like, over 36 hours in the last five days in the van from the, uh, from, and it, from the compound or in Georgia to uh, one of my buddies' houses in Pennsylvania to get my special good to all the way to Detroit and from Detroit all the way to Factory Connection and then uh, from Factory Connection to PR2 and then PR2 back down to Georgia. So, yeah, uh, the Pandora selection has been... All over the place from you got G Swift to you got it all the way to like big small Tupac, you know. Oh yeah, keeping it fresh. Uh, this, that, and the other thing. You're, you guys are really covering the map there, both uh, musically and uh, the whole map of the United States of America. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely um, you know the the, the plane tickets would be nice. If I got if I got some flights going on, I want to bring my bike. That'd be ideal, but. Uh, you know, you can't ask for everything. I mean, it's my dream. I've lived my dream. I can't complain. And, uh, you know, the traveling is just part of it. And any racer knows that, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of top dudes out there that have it rougher than me. So I'm not complaining. I'm getting there every weekend. And, uh, you know, I have great sponsors to back me up while doing it. Well, man, you got to call up Delta, see if they'll sponsor you for next season. Excuse me? You gotta call up Delta and see if they'll sponsor you for next season. Oh, I know. Yeah, Delta would definitely be a solid sponsor. I mean, you know, the uh, the plane rides would definitely be much nicer than the long uh, the long drives. Honestly, you know, going all the places that we've driven are over oh all over ten hours, and with a plane ticket or a plane ride, two hours, just if, if that. So definitely, uh, definitely trying to fly next year some Supercross rounds. That's for sure. So we'll uh, we'll see what we can do. Fair enough. Now uh, you're in the passenger seat, so you must have somebody uh, logging some serious hours uh, behind the wheel. Uh, who's helping you out both on the road and uh, on the weekends, uh, chasing out, ch- changing out those ECUs? All right. Well, uh, I got uh, my good buddy from uh, actually he's from Massachusetts. I'm from New York, but we've been racing really together for the last you know ten years, I'd say. And uh, his name's Blake Over. He actually races as well. He's uh, B class. And uh, he traced his dream, you know, at the compound, training, and then 
on the weekend has been helping me the last day, uh, well, Daytona, and then uh, this weekend Detroit has been, he helped me. You know, basically, he raced. He, all right, so listen to this. So he worked on my bike all day Friday, and then Saturday was, you know, the day of the race. So we did qualifying, and the bike, you know, we had some bike problems, so he fixed my bike, and then uh, I made night show, so we had a long night of racing. He didn't get back to his hotel until midnight. He had to wake up 6 a.m., get his bike ready, tires, this and that, and then he had to go race. Sunday and Monday for amateur day. So that's commitment right there. I understand that you had some electrical issues on that 250 FE years, uh, having to ride either both the, all, the whole night show and part of qualifying uh, in, with that stock ECU in the bike uh, had to have been a bit of an, an adjustment for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, for, so first qualifying practice, uh, bike was done good uh, up, leading up to it. You know, I practiced out during the week a little bit and, you know, just you know, riding around the pits and ran good. And then I got out to uh, first practice and tracked the mud. So he basically just cruised around first practice anyway. And uh, there was a three-in that I wanted to do after the start straight. And uh, didn't really get the bike past half throttle, I'd say, in the first two laps, just kind of rolling around, getting the track. And first time I worked it over half throttle, this thing just completely bogged out and sent me over the bar. So I, uh, I ejected and executed the ejection pretty well. I landed on my feet on my third one, and then uh, my bike didn't handle too well. That it got a little, a little messed up. But Blake was there to save me, crank tuned it all up, and uh, went out for second practice with a different ECU. Actually, Blake's ECU for his race bike, and didn't didn't work. It was like sputtering and no good. So finally, third practice, barely into the track, had to put the stock ECU in, which. A mod motor with a stock ECU is a pretty, pretty bad idea uh, because it revs, you know, it revs out so much sooner. So uh, I could barely get the Supercross triple in uh, in practice or in really my heat. I was, you know, casing that thing, and that was that was one of my biggest fears. Cause that's how I broke my wrist in Germany casing the tri- uh, Supercross triple. So uh, it it was definitely not ideal, um, but I went in and I knew, you know, what my bike could do. So I went in smart. I wasn't going to do anything stupid and just kind of just put some solid laps in and got into uh, qualifying. And, uh, yeah, made, went to uh, the heats, and the heat went okay. Uh, just couldn't get a start to my life. I mean, I really need to start qualifying better to get a better gate pick, and then you actually you know get a good gate, and it just comes along a lot easier. No joke. Uh, yeah, obviously uh, the bike not being completely dialed in for you uh, held you back on this particular day. Um, tell us a little bit about your your transition to the pro class in general. Uh, obviously, uh, this is these are your first pro pro events. Uh, Daytona, you you had a good showing, made it into the night show, and then now in Dallas, uh, or yeah, D- Daytona. Sorry, um, how has it been so far as as an overall? Overall, it's been. I think it's been a. Uh kind of like a bittersweet experience. Um, coming into the season, I was kind of underprepared, I'd say, because I broke my wrist uh, at the worst possible time a week before Dallas in uh, Germany. So I was sat out for three and a half weeks, went on the bikes for three days. I rode uh, Supercross one time, and then I uh, went to my good buddy, Justin Starling's house, and rode there for two days, and then went to Daytona. So I total three days on the bike, and then went to Daytona, and was you know I had no real big expectations. I knew I had the speed to you know make the night show and uh, make the main would just top it off. But you know just making the night show was a comfort in itself. But 
But um, definitely notice I'm definitely uh, underprepared, and I know what to do for next year. Uh, just get a couple more uh, months of training in beforehand. But uh, I was, you know, just from riding Supercross all fall and uh, early winter kind of really helped me out because all the time I missed while I had a broken wrist kind of kind of rescued me honestly. All right on. Well, um, good to see that you, you've, you're making some, you're learning some lessons, and uh, things are coming along for you. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the track this weekend. Uh, pretty technical, a couple of big jump combinations, and then that huge triple right after the whoop section. A lot of the uh, the, the 250 guys were having a hard time with that thing. Uh, clue us in a little bit about the track setup this weekend in in De- Detroit. All right, and uh, in Detroit, it was definitely um, it was definitely a, a tough track. I mean. I'm, I never rode, you know, Supercross in an actual dome. Where I, you know, I, I did, I did Daytona, which is outside more outdoorsy. So I love that track. That track was awesome. Went out there, first lap, hit every jump on the track, first lap. Because I, I was first dude out there, first, you know, first one to hit, uh, hit the track. So I mean, I felt comfortable right away. It's more outdoorsy, it's more my style. And then I get to Detroit, and they like the track was like sloppy. It was a solid inch and a half of muck on top. And just I had to track walk. I was like, holy smokes. And I talked to uh, my fellow New Yorkers on the Glenny. I was like, man, are they all like this? He's like, yeah, they're all like this. So uh kind of just chuck it up first practice. And my bike was running, wasn't running good anyway. And uh, the, the I'd say the biggest difference is uh, the rhythm lanes actually get rough. Where, like, on most practice tracks, they don't get rough. Like, Detroit, the rhythm lanes got rough. Like, there was kickers in them and... You know, there's some breaker bumps leading up to them, so it's definitely hard to get used to that. But the overall track layout, I actually, I liked it. I mean, I, I'm a fan of big woofs, and there's two two short sets of big woofs, so it kind of uh, was to my advantage. But overall, it, it was a good track. It was very technical, um, that's for sure. But, I, you know, Supercross like that. That's what we trained for. Well, that's solid, man. Uh, what was it like going up into the Paris style? That's kind of a tradition of uh, Michigan races, both Pontiac and uh, and and Detroit. Uh, what was it like going up into that thing and then dropping into that? Uh, I wouldn't say a huge double, but a uh, double that sets you into uh, a set of rockers there. Um, going up wasn't bad. Uh, there was like a th- two, three, three section before. Yeah, and then you jump up into that. I mean, it wasn't a graceful landing by any means, but I mean, it was just like. It was like racing back in New York. It was so rock hard, like concrete almost. And uh, actually, towards you know, uh, my last race, the LCQ, there was actually concrete showing at the, you know, cause right before the beginning, like the uh, the belly of the the hill, the uphill. But uh, coming back down was difficult because you had to jump that double, and then you also had to set for whoops at the same time. So you almost had to not, I would say, chase it, but land that double. You had to land it spot on, so your suspension had time to, to you know fully go down and fully uh, come back up. So I had to fully compress and fully uh, basically exhale up and then get set for whoops. So it was, uh, that, that was another technical section of the track. It took a lot more, uh, I think, mental awareness, more so than physical this weekend, where Daytona was the total opposite. I mean, you could hang it out a little bit more, but you definitely had to be in great shape. And, uh, I mean, your mental folks always had to be there, but I'm just saying more so for a tighter technical track. Uh, the folks are definitely key. Absolutely. Those are the keys of the race. Uh, you should be taking over for those guys up in the booth. You know what? I mean, 
I, I'm waiting for job opportunities. You know, that's why I'm on here. Maybe they listen to this and I go, oh, shoot, listen to this kid. We should bring him up here get some exposure. At the very least, get you on that race day live. I know that I've seen you out there, and uh, they have mentioned you a couple of times. So uh, you're on the radar radar with uh, the the Supercross guys. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, um, I'm actually one of my buddies, a good friend of Jim Holly. He's yet to introduce me to him, but I'm thinking he's gonna soon. And uh, I think Jim Holly's a great guy. He's got the voice of a freaking champion. Absolutely. Now, it's time for the Bill's Pipes Pick Your Poison questions. Uh, I'm going to list off a few things, basically this or that, and you've got to pick one of them as quickly as you can. Uh, are you down for something like that? Let's do it. All right. Outdoors or Supercross? Outdoors. Carmichael or McGrath? Carmichael. 30-second board girl or referee? 30-second board girl. Long whoop section or technical rhythm section? Long whoop section. Two-stroke or four-stroke? Two-stroke. 125 or 250? 125. New York Jets or New York Giants? New York Jets. Patriots or New York Jets? Ooh, New York Jets. Skiing or snowboarding? Snowboarding. Blondes or brunettes? Blondes. Rowing machine or road bike? Uh, road bike. Road bike. That is the Bill's Pipes Pick Your Poison executed to the nines by Aaron Lampy. Aaron, you're quick with that and you're quick on the track. Uh, what do you attribute all your speed to, man? You've seen to have come out like a house on fire uh, out of, just pretty much out of nowhere. Didn't even know about you about a year ago and all of a sudden now you're making night shows. And uh, I can only imagine it's it won't be long before uh, you iron all the kinks out and you're making those mains. Yeah, I mean, I have to contribute my speed to really, I mean, for me, honestly, it wasn't so much natural talent. It didn't come easy for me. You know, motocross was something that I had to work at, and I had to really, I mean, I'd say, you know, half my time spent in the gym. When I'm not on the bike, I'm in the gym, training hard, and, you know, when I'm not doing that, I, you know, I'm resting. You know, I'm not one of those kids that like to go out and have a good time. You know, I'm always putting in the work, and that's how I know, like, I know where I'm at, you know, I know I keep uh, tracking my heart rate and, you know, it's just me really, uh, you know, Matt Walker really helped me out on the Supercross track to show me little tips, where to be at and this and that, but, I mean, uh, for me, it was really just myself, you know, um, obviously my sponsors helped me with every everything else, but um, I kind of put a lot of pressure on myself to perform, and I know the only way I'm going to perform well is if I... Uh, put the hard work in and you know i don't want to disappoint myself or disappoint anyone that is uh you know putting effort towards my program so the only way to uh you know make make myself satisfied is by putting the work in and knowing that i'm lined up with you know marvin muskan and this guy and that guy that i'm ready as well and you know i don't want to leave anything out on the table you know there's a once in a lifetime opportunity and uh i'm definitely taking full advantage of it because uh you know, after you, there's that next fast guy that can just show up and, uh, you know, show up and take your spot. So I'm definitely, you know, obviously I have a lot of room to improve, but I know with uh, hard work and determination and the program I have set out, um, my long-term girls should be achieved. Well, what's your best, uh, what's your favorite part about uh, working with 
uh, Matt Walker. Matt Walker, the stalker himself, uh, he's, he's, he's definitely got a, a pretty aggressive uh, attitude about racing. And I, gu- I guarantee you've been picking up a few tips from uh, that Canadian kid hanging out down there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Matt's, he's, he's, like, br- he's brutally honest, which is perfect for how, how uh, my personality is, you know. I don't like people that, you know, that be around the bush, be brutally honest with me, and that's what he is. You know, he'll tell you what you're doing wrong. He'll tell you if you're slow. Um, let's just say, first day back on the bike, this, first day back, we're doing this stupid corner track, and, you know, I'm going around, and and uh, he's like, well, he's like, you know, they tell us in three days, and if you want to get that Vicky Golden, ride like that. So, no, no, I mean, I mean, no hard, hard words for Vicky Golden, but still. That, that I was like, okay, I, I see how it is, and you know, then you step it up, you know, so, uh, he definitely has a motivating word sometimes, and sometimes, I mean, it, you know, it's a little heartbreaking, but, uh, you know, he knows, he knows how, how to go fast, you know, he knows what you have to do to be fast, so, I listen to him all, you know, as much as I can. Absolutely. Uh, I understand uh, shortly before you uh, went pro, uh, you ended up getting, uh, like, basically aligning yourself with a new program as far as uh, who is backing you for some sponsors and stuff like that, a, a new team, if you will. Um, what has it been like uh, running with some new sponsors as well as um, how much does it hurt your heart to not be uh, representing for the Sandbox Kings? Yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely got, like, a good deal going on right now with, uh, you know, it's, it's it's, it's a team effort, and that you know, four sponsors really came aboard to create this this team. The guy, you know, right now I'm the only rider, but it's going to expand, and I, I promise you that there will be more riders in the future that you'll hear about. But MGX stepped up. Uh, MGX Unlimited really stepped up, and Kevin's a great dude, and uh, he actually has a training facility now in Pennsylvania that he's uh, he's opening shortly, and you know. For me, that's gotta be perfect. You know, he does like uh, graphics and basically anything graphic related. Plus, you know, he's gonna let me stay at his place and and ride train with some more fast kids while I'm up north at home. And uh, you know, that 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 was one of the you know one of the pieces of the puzzle. And then uh, Moto VIP, uh, he'll be announcing his uh, his deal shortly. He's got a big thing going in the motocross industry, and uh, I'll definitely share that on the show with you guys uh, when when he's well enough to uh, tell me when. So, and then also I have Steve from uh, Retro Fitness. He's a guy from New Jersey, and he owns uh, their franchise. It's called the Retro Fitness, like Planet Fitness. But uh, Retro Fitness is way better, better equipment, better everything, really. And he's been helping me tremendously as well. And the combination of the three guys and Southeast Sale down in Milwaukee is my dealership. Out of those four sponsors, they're really getting me around and, give me the parts I need for my bike, and uh, I, I could not do that just right now without them. I mean, they're stepping up huge, and obviously my parents have been helping me out throughout my whole career, so, you know, there's a group of people that, you know, you really need to stand by and uh, please them, and that's really why I'm trying to, trying to work as hard as I can, and with the time I have to do this, uh, I'll definitely make a name for myself. Well, right on, man. We wish you the best of luck going forward. And uh, um, did you, do you have any other sponsors that you wanted to thank? Otherwise, uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll close that up. Yeah, um, I actually want to shout out to a few sponsors that's been uh, helping me out lately. 
Uh, like I said, Moto VIP, uh, you'll, you guys will hear about him shortly. It's a big deal going on. Very top secret. And, uh, just wait. Very top secret right now. Uh, Retro Fitness, Southeast Sales, uh, Factory Connection, they just dialed in my suspension. So I'm pumped to see how it works this week. Uh, SMF, Alias, TQ1 Air Filters, uh, Matt Walker from the Compound, uh, RKXL, Motion Pro, Milford Riders, uh, Evans Cooling, Hinton, Sunstar, Work Connection, and Care Chiropractic. And, uh, yeah, no, I just like And, uh, yeah, I'm always uh, excited to come on here and give you some updates. Right on, man. Well, we'll have you on once again. Uh, hopefully, uh, you'll have yourself uh, a great week of training, great week of preparation. Get ready for St. Louis and uh, put that thing in the main, man. I want to see the 13 uh, up there and styling. Yeah, no, that's the game plan for this weekend. That's definitely a goal of mine, and uh, hopefully, we achieve it. And we're up front in the uh, races, and hopefully, we're up front in the main. And what's your favorite motocross podcast? Uh, you know, Big MX Radio Show, man. Come. Awesome, man. Well, you have yourself a good night. All right, yep. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.